Welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. My name is Taylor Jackson. I'm the artist behind Canvas and Kind, and I'm a homeschooling mother of four who paints during nap time. So today I had the honor of talking with fellow artist Betsy Inarelli. She paints these beautiful florals with embroidery, and I just love her work. And today we will be talking a little about how she just is coming out of a season of artist's block. And if you've ever had artist's block before, it is so uncomfortable and so difficult to navigate through. And sometimes it might feel like you're never going to be able to create again. But this conversation um, is a real and honest look at what it looks like to go through a season of just not feeling um, the need to create or the will to create. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get going. Betsy, tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hey, Taylor. So I am a mother. I have a four-year-old daughter and a one-and-a-half-year-old little boy. And so that's first and foremost, I'm a mom. I um, also work at a church. I do children's ministry there. So part-time, but I normally work at the church between 30 and 35 hours a week, including Sundays. And then I am an artist as well. So I paint mostly in acrylic, sometimes watercolor. Um, I love to add embroidery to my paintings. And I also like oil pastel. I just, I like a lot of different mediums, but yeah, that's me to summarize who I am. That's who I am. That's awesome. Uh, originally, when I first happened upon your work, what really drew me in was the embroidery, just because it was so different and I'd never seen anything like that, especially on top of acrylics. It's so unique. Uh, I would encourage anybody who hasn't seen Betsy's work to go and look at her stuff. It's so beautiful. Um, but today's topic, our conversation, we're talking a little bit about artist's block. I think more people are familiar with like writer's block, but artist's block is a real thing. I I've experienced it. A lot of artists experience it, but it just feels like uh, just this stuckness and you don't really know like how you want to continue. You know, you don't want to just drop painting completely, but um, what has been your experience as far as artist block and how it's felt for you and just give us all the, all the details. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is a very timely conversation for me because I am experiencing this or maybe coming to the tail end of it. At least I'm hoping that's the case um, right now. So let me go back a little bit and say I've been painting since I was, I don't know, maybe 15. I just turned 33. So a lot, about half of my life I've been painting, creative. I've never experienced artist block um, up until the last few months. Um, So I was just coming out of a season when I stopped to think about it, I realized I was coming out of a season of creating a lot and having a lot of time to create and just a lot of creative freedom um, coming from in 2019 when I had, I had my daughter in 2018, but I really started devoting a lot of time to painting 
in 2019. And at that point, you know, when you have a little baby, she just slept a lot of the time. Um, I thought life was so hard then. Now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was so much easier. But so I had one child, she slept a lot as a little baby. And then 2020 happened and I was working less. I was home a lot. My daughter was an only child. She was sleeping a lot and independent playing. And so I was coming from a season of having a lot of time um, in my week to paint and create. And that just kind of carried me through the last couple of years, to be honest. Um, and recently, I would say the last like five-ish months, I've been, I felt like my creative time, I could see it dwindling down, like having less time in the week, less time in my day. And I just got to a place where I felt like frozen, I guess. So we're talking in September, I guess that happened in like, in the summer, beginning of the summer. I was creating a lot of new work that was different than my previous subject and different than my previous embroidered paintings, um, which was giving me a little bit of a creative boost, I guess you would say. And I loved it. Um, but then I felt myself kind of coming to a point in the beginning of the summer where I just had less time. And then I slowly felt my like creative, I don't know how to explain it, like my creative energy, like dwindling a lot to the point where I felt like I didn't know what to make. I didn't really feel like painting. And I just even had like a moment of questioning, like, am I ever going to paint again? I know that sounds so dramatic, but as an artist coming from you know, painting for most of my life to feeling like I don't know what to do. I don't feel like painting. It was a little bit of a mind like shift <laughs> and a well, little bit and, concerning. Well, I was going to say, and so many times as mothers, I think it's confusing because like you're going through these different seasons and, um, you know, whenever you have really little babies, you have, um, in some ways you have a ton of time. And in some ways you're like, mentally kind of exhausted and but you know painting to me is one of those things that it's not necessarily it, it doesn't take a ton of mental energy to just go you know but what you were talking about too as your children got older like they don't nap as often you have these big um you, you have more more responsibilities in some ways you're teaching them a little bit more maybe potty training is happening there are all these mm -hmm. different things and actually i just um i just recorded a podcast uh this past week on uh, seasons of motherhood and i think that really does affect our creative energy and just the will to create wanting to create or even knowing what to create because I mean, as artists, we're not just machines. We can't just completely create and create and create. We're not computers. And very, very obviously, our life is going to affect um, our painting and our mental energy or just even wanting to paint. But I think, um, I feel like in my life, I go through seasons of, oh, create, 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 and then uh, rest, 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 because it, you can't, you know, constantly create. And I know you had said um, some of the stuff that you were painting was a little bit different. And even though you really enjoyed it, were you nervous that your audience wouldn't be like ready for that or that they would be like, what, what's this? This isn't what Betsy normally does. Cause I've felt that before where it's like, well, I don't know what they're going to think, even though you love it. How did you feel about mm -hmm. that? Yeah, I definitely had that moment of, 
I'm, I'm trying something new and it's different than what everybody is used to. And I, a little part of me was like, why am I doing something new? Because what I had been making seemed to be received really well. And to be honest, the pieces that I was making previously were selling really well, which was a huge blessing for me and my family and very encouraging. But I just came to the end of like wanting to make that anymore. Like I just felt like I couldn't do it. And it's hard again as a creative person. It's as a non-creative person looking at that, I understand how that could be that could seem strange. Like, well, just keep making it. If it's if it's selling well and people like it, just keep doing it over and over again. But as a creative person, it was just not giving me like creative energy. I wasn't enjoying making that anymore and I wanted to try something new. So I did. And yeah, it was a little bit, uh, I don't know. It was a little bit challenging to try to like get people to come along that journey with me and kind of see where I wanted to go, but I'm so glad I did it. And yeah, I don't know. One I love, I love the fact that you're so open and honest, even on social media, like, hey, this is what's happening. This is why I'm doing this. Because I think that, um, yes, people love your art and they love the way it looks and it's visually appealing. But it's not just that. It's that they love you. And you know what I mean? Like when people are buying art, they're not just buying um, something that you've painted, they're buying a piece of you because they enjoy you and they enjoy the journey that you're taking them on. Um, so I think that that, I don't know, I, that's why I buy art. And I think that a lot of people who buy my mm -hmm. art, they'll say the reason I bought this, yes, I love it. It's so beautiful, but I love the joy that you share or for you, I feel like the honesty that you share, um, and you're just very open and honest about what's happening. And I think people connect with that. Uh, so how did you, I know you said you're kind of on the tail end of like coming mm -hmm. out of this um, artist block. How did you really start to emerge and, um, and how did you, you know, make that uh, work for you and work for your art? Mm -hmm. Well, it was, it has been a journey. I think there was a period where I was really trying to just force myself to paint and see what would come out. And I guess I was hoping that I would find something that I really loved and then I would find that spark of creativity again, but that didn't happen. Actually the opposite happened when I tried to just make myself paint and kind of like get over it, I guess is what I was telling myself. I absolutely hated what I was making and I felt like the paintings looked really sad, like not Aww. like me. Um, so I decided to give myself a break, kind of like what you were saying earlier about like having, you know, that season of create creating and that season of rest. So I allowed myself to just take a break. And I told myself, I am only going to paint if and when I feel like it. And knowing that it might be weeks or months. Um, so thankfully, that was very helpful to do that. I did have a few like sporadic evenings where I did feel that pull to paint didn't necessarily create anything that I loved, but just having that experience of like actually feeling like I wanted to sit down and paint again was huge for me because I had been missing out on that for so long. Um, and then more recently, what I've been doing is taking a step back and trying to figure out how I can bring more joy into my painting process. So what I've been doing is thinking about just what I've been spending my time doing in my in the rest of the areas of my life and 
what things are bringing me joy and what things are giving me energy and then trying to figure out how, okay, how can I pull those things into my painting practice? So even in just the past week, I feel like I'm making a turn um, because I realize the biggest thing that's bringing me joy right now is spending time in nature with my family. So we've been going on a lot of hikes and it's been awesome. I look forward to it. Like every day when my husband gets home from work, I know we're going to go on a hike and my kids have been loving it. It's just been really great to just be outside in the quiet away from, you know, all of our obligations and just look around and see what we can find in nature. So um, I'm not typically, I have done landscapes in the past, but I'm not a huge landscape painter. So this has been a little bit new for me, but I'm trying to kind of bring in that experience of hiking, all those feelings that I get when I'm hiking with my kids and my husband and try to translate it into paint onto a canvas. So yeah, I was going to say, I noticed that I noticed the joy that most recent painting that you posted, the one that was like the uh, grasses and kind of, I don't know if it's like wheat fields or some flowers. And so back, that really, I could feel the joy that you were trying to share just in your painting. I feel like you can always tell, not always, but I mm-hmm. feel like you can see true joy coming out of a painting where the artist was really feeling the joy and, and very inspired by something, whatever it is. Um, but I love that and I could definitely tell in that painting, I thought, oh my goodness, there's Betsy. And not that you were missing before, but you know, whenever you're going through something like that, when you're trying to find what it is that you're going to do next, what's going to come next, like it's, I don't know, like you said, a journey, but I could see you emerging on the other side. So mm-hmm. what would you say to fellow artists or mothers or creators who are kind of going through the same thing? Maybe they're coming out of a season where it was like work, 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 create, create, create. And now they're just feeling this pull to rest, or maybe they don't know what to create next and they feel like they have to keep pushing. What would you say to encourage um, that mom or that artist? Uh, It's so hard because I feel like everybody will have their own different way to handle that. My advice would be to really try your best to give yourself grace and like what you were saying, rest in seasons where you're not feeling called to create right now and just trust the process and trust that seasons change and there's a time for everything and it will come back around and you will feel motivated and energized again. So I guess it boils down to my advice would be don't force it if it's not coming easily right now. Not that art and creativity always comes easy, but I do think for the most part it does. And we're always uh, energized and inspired by things. And if you're just not feeling that right now, then just wait, wait it out and just have faith that it will, you know, come back around. That's just my own Yeah, I would also say I'd also say be willing to give yourself grace too, because even when you said you do feel this urge to paint and you painted something, but it was like, that's not my favorite thing, but being okay with, hey, but I felt the the need to paint and that's one step in the right direction. So uh, being willing to not not think of um, yourself again as a machine or, okay, now I'm creating better create something amazing doesn't have to be that way because although as artists and as professional artists, we are creating things for others. However, if we don't find joy and actually have joy in the creation, 
it will show. And I don't think that anyone wants to buy something that that has no joy or that doesn't um, fill us with joy as well as those who are um, who are viewing our art or whatever. So I would yeah. love I would love for people to know how to find you, um, your website, Instagram, all that information. So how can people get in touch with you and find your work? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at Betsy, B-E-T-S-E-Y-E-N-I-A-N Studio. And that's my website as well, BetsyEnStudio.com. Um, yeah, everything's listed and you can reach out to me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. I think I think our audience will benefit from hearing uh, that other people experience artist block and it's not, you know, just them so that they won't feel alone. And I think that you've given some really encouraging words. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me today. Thank you, Taylor. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I just really loved that. What a breath of fresh air. I'm so thankful for Betsy's raw, open, and honest description of what it felt like going through that at the time. And um, now that she has made it to the other side, how that feels, I hope that has given you some encouragement. If you're stuck in a season of, you know, not really wanting to create or not feeling that need or not even knowing what to paint, I hope that this gives you hope that that season will end and you will make it through to the other side. One little quick note on next year's calendar. I have received the calendars for the 2023 year and they are beautiful. They are landscape prints in a 12 by 18 size. So it's substantial printed on a matte heavy paper each month comes with a unique print that once you're done with that month, you can cut it and put it into an 8x10, 11x14, 12x12, or 10x10 frame. So they're all standard sizes. I listened to you guys last year and that was the most requested thing, that you wanted landscapes and that you wanted the sizes to be easily framed. So there you go. Grab one on the website before they're gone. Thank you so much for listening to the get creative podcast i hope that you love today's episode and that it was encouraging for you please leave me a five-star review um, with a kind note letting me know what you loved about today's podcast share it with a friend you think needs some encouragement and as always i can't wait to see what you create <music>